DJ on the ones and Yo, two. what's going on, everybody? I got my people with me. It's going down. Life with the Logans. Yes, sir. Everything's Wanda with the vocals. Wanda with the vocals. Dallas in the building. Hey y'all. Hey. Man, hey. Appreciate y'all showing up, showing out. We got international people in the building. UK stand up, Jamaica stand up. We labor the time. What what gathers us on today? On today. Go ahead. You go ahead. What gathered us? What gathers us on today? Ooh. Well, there were some uh, events that took place on Sunday evening, uh, and and what happened was there was an event that was heard around the world. <laughs> what happened? And uh, what had happened was there was a man by the name of. William, who happened to put hands on Brother Chris. Mm. And what we decided to talk about, even well, though no, we, we are, got questions. This is this is for yeah. the people who asked. So people, yeah, people on the previous episode, because we were talking about how to apologize effectively. Yes, yes. You know, true yes. apologies, sincere apology. Is his name Willard? And then his name is Willard. Uh, people started asking, you know, like, hey, based on what just happened today, like, can y'all talk about what happened? And we were like, man, let's hit up the fam. <laughs> you know, we had a FaceTime session like we do. It was like, man, y'all, we should hop on the pod and we should talk about it. Well, really what we want to talk about is protecting or defending your spouse is really what the question was. The questions were like, can you address what, I guess, I don't know, our opinions or our thoughts on defending or protecting your spouse, I guess. So we can just talk about that. So here we go. <laughs> here we <laughs> We're not going to talk about what we're not going to do is talk about the actual situation, because I'm sure y'all have already talked enough about it. But we're just going to give our perspective on protecting uh, our spouses. All right. So my question is going to be to the Molzacks. Okay. What? So I want to, I actually want to hear, let's hear from Evangelist Wanda first. Oh, not me. Don't, yes. don't let me be the first because I talk, I'm long-winded. <laughs> she said, why did Will use an open hand? Because paper beats rock. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, make it I'm right. Crying. I'm crying. So Wanda, what what is too far in your opinion when it comes to Lorelco defending you? Like, is there a such thing as going too far in trying to defend your spouse? Um, yes, there is. Because to be honest, when you're defending somebody, you cannot risk that person's like 
livelihood at the same time, you know? Not saying that they specifically, like, when I talk, let's just remove them out because now I'm, like, over them. They're yes, they're celebrities, you know? But I'm a normal human being. And, like, at a certain point in protection comes, you know, like, you have to think about the longevity of your actions and, like, what happens in the future, what's going to be, like, the, reper- the repercussions of your actions, you know? And so I've seen a lot of think, pa- think pieces online about this whole situation. And people have made some great points. And one of those um, per- people were talking about, like, their husband. They were talking about a situation that they were in where basically, like, someone, she was pregnant and she was wearing, like, a, a baseball cap that had, like, a team from... Oh, you saw this on TikTok. I saw this, too. Yeah. Long story short... The, this guy basically like kicked her and her husband was in the car. She told her husband about it. Her husband got out as bad as her husband wanted to beat him up. He realized that right in that car was his four sons watching him. And that basically that would be like a scar in their minds, watching their dad hit somebody and then possibly go to jail. And so the best way he did was, you know, just tell the guy you're not a man, but he practiced restraint. And I feel like as a husband or as a you know spouse in that situation like he actually protected not only his wife his reputation his name his namesake he also like showed self-control you know he showed that he had restraint I mean that's the best way like as us like having sons you know like self-control I feel like is our number one thing we want them to have as they grow up and become humans in this world so long story short I think protection is um relative to you but i don't want my husband slapping people <laughs> gotta be honest okay facts D- please don't because you can go to jail then i'm have to re- be with these twins by myself try to figure out how to get you out of jail how to, what money no don't do it just it's not worth she, it she said my mama said i can fight you if you kick or spit on me oh my god oh my god <laughs> and the funny thing is and it i know we're 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 making kind of light of this particular comment, but those of us that grew up in black households or, you know, if you go to your grandma's house or you hang out with your cousins, you know, if there's some kind of altercation that breaks out when you're at school, it's like, well, did they hit you first? Yes. Okay. Then like, if as long as they hit you first and it's like, we give our children, uh, a green light to really fight back. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, there's also the thing. It's like, okay, you can say anything, but just don't talk about my mama, my kids, blah, 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 blah. Everything else. Like I'm, it's, it's on site. And so it's like, you know, what we have to use wisdom in every aspect of our lives. And sometimes Certain things are just not worth no. the the backlash. So, so I'll ask you, honey. Like, what, what, in your opinion, as a wife, we're we're talking to two wives here. You guys have been married for a long time. As a wife, what is too far? I mean, I don't want to see you put your hands on somebody. I wouldn't want to see that. Now, I would like for you to give somebody words if. They- <laughs> <laughs> if they say something negative about me, I do want you to def- to back me up, though. Like, I want you to back me up, okay? Uh, but 
physical altercations is a no-go for me. But I mean, yeah, no, that's not, no. Not unless they hit you first. But <laughs> if they hit, I'm, I'm on the side of if they hit you first, it's fair game. But if there's no, like, if they're just, I feel like words are not worth being physical. That's just me personally. Like, I'm not finna, I'm not gonna just haul off and roundhouse kick, roundhouse kick you in the face because you, you know. But you're not even that kind of person anyway, so I wouldn't expect that from you. Like, I wouldn't expect you to be physical with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do want you to say something, though. Absolutely. Please support me verbally. <laughs> Shout out to Lexus uh, for giving one dollar. Not only turning on the Super Chat, but donating to the Everything is We uh, Foundation. We, we just thank God for your ministry. Thanks. We appreciate uh, you, Lex. So whoever was trying to donate. For your, do- for your offering. Donate earlier. Because the, the Lord loves a chill forgiver. Function is on now. Uh, the Lord loves a chill forgiver. Never use it before in our lives. So if y'all won't go crazy. Um, yeah. So here, let's, let's, let's look at one of the comments. Tanya said, yes, there's a limit. My husband be ready to snap, crackle, and pop like he on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I just can't. Let's just oh try. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> no, but I think that's so important. What the the lady in the TikTok that Wanda was talking about? I think that's so important what she was saying because they have kids, and it's like, I mean, Willard has kids, so they should know this. But but I, he has a, he has grown kids. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you're number one. It's not just that because this is on national TV, so it's like people are watching, and it's like you don't want for that to stain your character. You know, like you don't want your actions to stain your character. So so self-control is important. That's a fruit of the spirit. We have to have self-control. That's like a non-negotiable. Um, so like I wouldn't even want you to do that just because I don't want your reputation to be like, oh, he a hothead. He going, you know, smack me in the mouth if I say something about his wife, which I mean, you shouldn't say something about me anyway. But if you do, like, I don't I don't I don't think it should be like. I don't know. I don't think people should just be expecting husbands to like fight physically for their wives. Like I don't, I don't no. think that's the case at all. And um, no. another thing too, um, was when you were telling, when we were talking about like protection, like not even this situation, but like I've been in, there's two situations in my mind. So like dealing with us, we've all, we've dealt with like, I guess in-law, you know, stuff where it was like, it was appropriate for him to be the one defending me, you know, right, right. Like, that's your family. That ain't my family. Right. <laughs> you know, do your thing. Um, certain things I'm just not going to say to your family. I don't care. Like I just going to always have respect, you know? Yeah. And you, you know, like that's a different type of protection, but again, it doesn't have to call for like aggression, disrespect, none of that. It can be just like, having boundaries and like I love seeing low like when he's in a place of like control over himself and it's like this is what it is these are the boundaries here's how it goes like you're not gonna do this or do that but it's like real just like straight to the point direct and you have boundaries but you were a man like I I I see a man like a, a strong man I see a man like when you can contain yourself you're not emotional exactly. you're not, like overwhelmed you're just you know what you want to do. You know what you want to say. You know how to say it. And you're going to say it. And you're going to be direct. And then people are going to either respect it, accept it, or you're going to move on. 
And on the other side of it, it's like you see sometimes in controlling relationships where the man feels like he has to speak for the woman and he feels like he has to like defend her honor. And, you know, and for me, I always question like what's going on within the man. And we could go back to Will um, that made him feel that he had to outwardly use aggression to prove that he had his respect. And honestly, Mm -hmm. you're not really proving to us. You're proving to your wife. Hey, hey, honey, I hold you down. I'm going to slap him for you or I'm going to tell him off for you or I'm going to send them a long think piece on your behalf. So I feel like it's a delicate balance of that protection when it comes to your spouse. And the same for women, you know, like we could, oh, I'm going to go fight her for you. Or it's like, you know, your mere presence and the fact that you demand respect and the fact that you won't allow certain things and you don't have to be like cussing someone else to say, I don't want to allow it. It's simply like, these are my boundaries. Here's what I'm going to stick to. I'm going to show you that I'm going to stick to these boundaries. And that's how I defend my family or that's how I defend my spouse. So I feel like everybody has a different definition of that. And it's always based on what's going on internally as well. Yeah, exactly. So to my brother, okay, Lorelco, I... I love talking to Lorelco because Lorelco always has an interesting perspective on most things that people deem controversial. And sometimes it might not even be controversial, but he may have a controversial take on it, which is not bad. I love the violence. It's not bad. So, so two things. Okay. Two things. And then, and then, yeah. So first, because I've seen a lot of this too, Simi 98 says, Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. I saw just like she did, or they did. I don't know if it's a man or woman. All these folks saying, if he can't Will Smith, then he ain't the one. Is low-key scary. So, Lorelco, to what, what, how do you feel we as husbands should honor? Should we, should we, should it always be like an on-site thing? Like, if you say anything crazy about my wife, you liable to get slapped, punched, kicked, whatever, whatever. Is that the proper way to go about it? And does that make you a good husband, a, a suitable man <laughs> or a spouse, a provider? It is what, what What are your thoughts? And it's, it's a tough question because. Your strength is your strength lies in how you control your emotions, right? Um, and I feel for this particular situation, um, what I've been hearing is that, you know, Chris Rock had his trauma. And so when Will Smith slapped him, he reactivated the trauma that he had to deal with. Well, Will Smith has trauma too. So we've got to understand that everybody has trauma. Everybody has something that they're dealing with. And so when you're dealing with delicate situations like this, when someone just snaps, um, I don't think it's always the first instinct for a man to just go off. Mm. There's always something that builds up to it, mm-hmm. um, and so what when I when I say that I feel like when when a woman or when someone says uh, you know a woman says I I need my husband to have that same energy on site be ready, well you know to a certain degree he should be ready to a certain degree yes <laughs> I feel that every man please don't be ready <laughs> every husband should always be ready I just feel that way like yo please, like no. defend your honor be ready but there's a certain way to do it. Again, strength doesn't lie in acting out because or uh, acting out of impulsive behaviors because, you know, you're trauma dumping. 
You get what I'm saying? Like your strength lies in, okay, I'm going to stand up for my wife, but maybe let's do it a different way. Let me tweet this man real quick. Hey, my guy, you know what I'm saying? Let me talk to him behind stage. Hey, bro, this is the second time you talk about my wife on the Oscars, man, on national st t television. What's going on with that? Or maybe you go on your speech and before you talk about your speech, maybe you say, hey, man, I feel like it was low-key disrespectful. That's defending your honor in a way that's less violent. You know what I mean? And so in my opinion, I feel like we should always be ready. We on site ready. You know what I mean? Because if we're not, you know what I'm saying? That gives room for someone else. You know, it gives room for me to, like, I feel like if Will Smith had handled this last, in 2016, we, we wouldn't have this problem. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So that, for me, on site being ready is, let me handle this now before it becomes a problem in the, in the future. Before it builds up. Before it builds up to something else. And yeah. that's where maturity comes in. That's where your, your strength gets that's where your strength comes in. And hey, let me take let me let me foreshadow this. Because if you're doing this now, I don't say nothing. If you're doing this now, I don't say nothing. You're gonna do it again. So on site, let me be ready. Let me approach him like a man. And say, hey man, I appreciate your your laughter, your gander. It's funny. <laughs> I appreciate it. But let's not do that again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> have that have that real stern conversation. Let's not do that again. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, touch him real sweet. You know, you know what I mean, bro? You feel me? Like, let's man to man. That's my wife. I appreciate the jokes. I love the gander. But you know what I mean? That's not Can I just say we've seen LaRoe Code defend Wanda's honor before in public, and it's great every time. <laughs> hey. Can't stop at nobody. Let's stop at nobody, but let's nobody. be clear. Let's be clear. Hey, what do One I think about Lowe? What do I say about Lowe Wanda? You can you can defend your no, wife but he'll he'll address something on someone. the first time though. That's the problem yes. with a lot of people. We mm. people, people like I love what he's saying. He's like he probably like a lot of people that I was seeing tweeting as well, they were like, Hey, this is built up because it can't be just off of that, right. you know. And it's like I was actually texting Vicky this. Whenever a building collapses, right? Like we see the we see the outside of what happens to a building collapsing. You know, we literally we only see it falling, but we don't see all of the little bombs off and all the when the trucks were broken down on the inside. We don't see that. We only see like the big boom of it all, you know? And that's how it is in life, you know. If you don't address situations when you first have the issue, then it just builds up, builds up, builds up. And the next thing you know, someone's blowing up. And now you're hitting people and now you're going off on people, you know, you just got to deal with it. So one thing about him, he will address it really quick. Like, hey, uh, that didn't happen. But there are times when he do have a delayed reaction. He's very thoughtful. He doesn't like, he's not like overly emotional. So, yeah, I still think at the same time, too, we should hold each other accountable as as marriage couples, as couples. We should hold each other accountable and we should know what we are both capable of doing. Mm -hmm. Right, it shouldn't be as like it, I don't think it was a surprise for Jada to see Will Smith smacking. She was not shocked that she wasn't. You get what I'm saying? Like, did y'all see? Did y'all see the other angle? Somebody had an angle uh, on their phone that they recorded when they were they were sitting behind Lupita, mm -hmm. Will, and Jada. Yeah, and and Jada laughed. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. She laughed at him being smacked. She laughed. Mm -mm. See that ain't he, no. Yes, she, Will went up there. Jada was sitting there. We went up there, smacked him, came back to his seat. And then Chris was like, wow, I just got smacked. Or he said, you know, this is going to be the best rated Oscars or whatever. And she like she laughed like 
we saw it. There's video evidence. Oh yeah. my gosh. And so mm, I have my thoughts. But I'm not What's your talk, Vicky? Because we haven't heard from you. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter about the situation because we don't know if the situation was staged or not. So that's why I'm, I speak lightly on the situation. Well, well, okay. Two things. Let's be clear. Let's two be clear things. Now. I totally love Wanda's Wanda's found foundation or building falling because when your parents were here earlier this week and we were talking about something that had nothing to do with that. <laughs> One thing about but, Cam, we gonna preach. But I'm going to find a message and everything. Yes. So my father-in-law, they're about to get, they're about to do have some work done on the house because he's saying in the front, they got a lot of brick and they have a driveway uh, in, goes the, in the front that goes in front of the house. And over time, he just got the brick redone mm-hmm. like last year. Yeah. Yeah. Recently. And now he says he has to do it again because you're starting to see the foundation of the beginning of where the soil and the brick meets. Mm-hmm. So he said, I have to get all of that done because we have no retention, water retention. So because the foundation is showing, I have to change all of it. And here's the here's the message in that. Some of us, like Wanda said, you don't see that your foundation is slowly cracking over time and things that you don't deal with when you first start seeing like, oh, let me just patch that up. Oh, let me just. Oh, there, my, yeah, it's cracking. But let me just put some drywall, you know, ceiling. Covering over it, it up. Let me just cover it. Let me just. Yep. Pat- and a lot of us are doing patchwork instead of getting to the root of the issue. Mm-hmm. And I believe oh this is what many of you all are saying. He should have handled this in 2016. They're, they they supposedly have beef that's been going on for many years. Well, if you address things at the beginning, like one says about roots. low, if you deal with stuff first, you don't have to worry about the blow up. Yep. Because I didn't told you once. I, I didn't told, told you twice. twice. Come on. But when those things don't happen or we don't, we're not aware of those things happening, then this is when events like this can happen. So my question to the wives, the wives, the wives. Is I also saw some <laughs> think pieces after days where folks didn't say nothing about this. Right. Is it the wife's responsibility to protect her husband from going to said levels and trying to protect you all? Well, well, what because could, I feel like what could Jada have done? I feel like sometimes as women, we tend to put all the blame on men. Not we, not you and me, but I'm just saying in general, women in general, from what I've seen online, we tend to put a lot of blame on men for the issues that they may cause in a relationship. But women do this stuff, too, sometimes. And we have to also be accountable for our part. So I can't make you feel like you have to haul off and roundhouse kick somebody every time something goes down because like I, sh- I shouldn't put you in that position in the first place to make you feel like you have to do that because men feel like they have to protect their like somebody somebody said in the comments they, like was he trying to protect his manhood because men sometimes feel like as a protector and a provider if they're not given that opportunity in the marriage to begin with they they'll you know take an opportunity like that to really show that they're a man because they've kind of been their manhood has kind of been, you know, shaky because the woman has overstepped and made him feel that way and taken away some of that, you know, manliness that he may have had in the beginning. So I feel like it is our responsibility to, to let men be men and also to not make them feel like they have to do something crazy or rash just to protect us and defend our honor. Because 
I mean, at the end of the day, yes, you are a protector and a provider, but we're also a team and we both have our parts in everything. So like, I can't make you feel like you always have to fight somebody for me just to prove to me that you're worthy as a husband. Like, number one, that's not even, that's not fair to you because that puts you in a hostile situation. Like, that means our environment at home is hostile because you have to like go out trying to fight people. Like, that's not okay. But I mean, at the same time, I shouldn't put you in a position to feel like you have to do that anyway. You know, so. Yeah, and I agree with you, Vicky. My the the last part you said was major keys. First of all, you don't be hitting no man on a stage randomly and your wife ain't shocked and yeah. it, you never went down in your own household. Not saying now we don't know. <laughs> I don't know these people and I am not insinuating a thing, okay? But what I am saying from my personal experience with people that I know, it's never it's never just like, oh, he's super aggressive and super you know, add it with other people. It's like, okay, so when he gets mad at you, what happens? You exactly. know, exactly. Um, but I think it's, I think it's the wife's responsibility. It's not I, like, I didn't like the blaming of her because like he's his own man. But at the same time, like when you are with someone who builds you up and like wants to see you at your best and like, doesn't need you to like prove your love to them. Mm -hmm. They want you to be your best selves independent of them. You know, like right. for me, I, I wouldn't want him to feel like he had to work for, you know, work to prove that he loved me, you know? Like, if I feel like the moment that you would have stood up from your seat, I would have been like, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, it would have been like, the, the yeah. camera would have been on me dragging you back, <laughs> like, begging you not to go, you know? Because I just, I, I already know, you know? And I feel like that's really protecting your spouse because you don't want to, you don't want the world to see them in a light that makes them that vulnerable, you know? Yeah. 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 Okay. Here's the thing. Go go ahead, Lo. Here's the thing. Let's be clear. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. This got nothing to do with Jada. It's no. Nothing to do with Will. So his actions, yes, they may reflect on the relationship, but at the end of the day, his actions reflect on himself because he should be accountable for himself as well. Now, when I say accountability, what I mean by that is, um, that's a conversation that y'all should have closed doors. Hey, what's up? What's going on? That should have been a conversation before stage. Why? Because there's always something that shows what's getting ready to happen before it happens. Right. So the, that's why she wasn't surprised because he was already reaching his breaking point. Mm. So he's like, oh, okay, cool. He did it. I knew it was going to happen eventually. Because there has been conversations. Now, I, of course, I ain't in a house. But, you know what I'm saying, usually there's always a fall before the fall. Mm. You can always notice the trend before it happens. Because behaviors are just um, a result of what has already been happening. Mm -hmm. When you act out, that's just a result of what's already been shaping and taking forth. If you're paying attention. If you've paid attention to it, Will's actions beforehand, this is something that's already been. I, I think uh, someone talked about his book, how, what he was writing in his book about his dad and all this. This stuff, he, he's been building this stuff up for a minute. So it has nothing to do with Jada. It has everything to do with him. And so when I say that, it's like, yo, like, Will, that's, it's on him to really see himself. When he slapped him, that's, that's like a 16-year-old, 15-year-old child coming out of him. That's mm -hmm. not a man. That's not a man coming out because a man would would be would be able to withstand that, handled it in a different way. So when we we when we acknowledge, okay, Will did that. Okay, we get it. He did it. 
But that's the 16 year old boy. In him. That's the 12 year old boy. That's the boy in him that that never got the love that he that he needed, that they didn't get the affirmation that he needed to be strong. He, that was a little boy coming out saying, hey, look at me. I need attention because I'm hurt. Yeah, that was validation. That was validation. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't really for her. He didn't really stand up for her. That was for him. Yes. When men do things like that, that ain't for them. That's for him. Mm hmm. They got nothing to do with, oh, this is my love for Jada. No, bro, that's that's your hurt that came out. They got nothing to do with your love for anybody else. That's a lack of love for yourself. That's Ooh. exactly what that is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm, I, Will did a terrible thing. I get it. You shouldn't have, don't lay your hands on anybody. Better than that, I, I feel bad for him because I'm like, yo, like, I really hope that, you know, counseling, he gets therapy, that he really gets the help that he needs to figure out, you know, what is the trauma behind the act? Yeah. That was never dealt with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so to, and obviously we're giving our commentary, guys. Absolutely, it's commentary. We, we yeah. don't like, like I said, many I, like of I us, and we don't. We have no idea. I have thoughts, but I still feel <laughs> a way about the whole thing. But I uh, feel like even if whether you're whatever whatever side you're on, whether you believe what happened is real or not, it's still about validation. And there's acceptance. still there, and there's, there's still, still something level, that could be taught or lessons could be learned Absolutely. from this event. It's still about this validation is why we're and acceptance. About that's all it's about. This is why we're talking about being it. accepted publicly. That's all it's about. And because because people keep saying, well, well, Will could have addressed it when he got his Oscar. Well, he you you don't know if you're going to get an Oscar. He didn't know he was going to get an Oscar. You know, so how do you know? That's true. Uh, well, let me say this then. Okay. Oh, Will was selfish. He took the moment off of the Williams sisters getting, you know, doing King Richard. Well, he didn't know if he was going to get an Oscar or not. Like maybe he thought he had a really good chance, but you, you, you know, and these kind of things, you just don't know. I'm not in the Hollywood industry. I don't know, but clearly they didn't go years prior because they just like, well, I'm probably not going to get it. I didn't do way better work than this. I don't think I'm going to win this type of week. Okay. So it's like, there's so many different things that, that we can, try to derive from the situation but we just at the end of the day we don't have all the facts we're not these people so we don't know this situation 100%. this situation you know what it reminds me of and i hate to bring this up because i don't want to be like petty i don't want to be petty but we will wait till wanda puts her her uh her ears back on okay this situation reminds me of a couple that's no longer together oh. it reminds me of when Devon Franklin had to defend Megan Good when the lady stood up and said something about how she was dressing. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> and I thought I thought about that because he defended her in that moment. And people were also talking about this same thing about defending your wife and whether or not you should publicly defend her or how you should publicly defend her. Um, I thought about that situation and I, it made me chuckle because they're not together no more. But um, <laughs> but I, it reminded me of that. And so in, in what way? Because I'm, because I'm gonna defending respond. your defending your spouse. He defended her when that lady got up and said, "You shouldn't be dressing however you dress." Blah blah blah. He said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, we're not gonna do that." And he defended her publicly, and everybody was talking about it. So, you, what what is your? I'm not trying to be like Frank, or, but like, what's your point in that? My point is, it reminded me of that situation. Oh, it just reminded you. So you don't you think that Devon was well? Right he handled or, it differently. A, I mean, you know, he, he, but, what, what's he gonna do? Get up and slap the lady? No, he's not gonna slap the. But that, but, <laughs> Please, he's not gonna slap the lady. <laughs> no, he's not gonna slap the lady because that's a woman. But 
had it been a man, I mean, is that a is that a moment? I mean, like, you know what I'm like, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I'm just saying it reminded me of that situation. In that situation, did he do it the right way? You know, like, how would you def- how do you defend? Okay. So here's the thing. Um, people have said it. Everyone has their breaking point. Okay. Um, when it comes to you, uh oh, mm. there, I'm real cool, calm, and collected, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. But there are th- certain things that will cause me to go to another level. Oh no! So would you slap somebody? <laughs> I'm, I, and here, here's the thing. Hear me. As, <laughs> as, as much as I try to operate in self-restraint and self-control, because it's one of the fruits of the spirit, uh, being led by the spirit, even the way I speak nine times out of 10, there's a lot of pauses and things because I'm trying yes. to monitor yes. and filter my thoughts from what's foolish and what's wise. Yep. What's beneficial and what's going to cause terror. Right. I'm constantly doing that. But once you, sometimes you may get to a point where it's like, okay. And, and <laughs> there's been moments where, listen, I'm a son. There's been moments where your dad has said things to you that I didn't agree with. And I had to say something. There's been times where my dad may have said something in pertaining to in, you know, in relation to you or whatever. And I had I had to defend you because that's what I felt, because I feel like you my wife. So ain't nobody finna talk to you any kind of way. I like this game. Keep going. <laughs> There's situ- can we be can we be totally frank and honest? I feel you. The situation where you went through in 2016, I believe there was so many times where I wanted to fight and cuss and go off on people on on the gram. But I'm like, it's it ain't even going to do nothing. It ain't going to do nothing. It's not going to it's not going to be beneficial. What's beneficial is key. Bible says, think on these things. (laughs) It says, oh, my whatsoever is true. Jesus was saying in Mark chapter 22 or 26, he said, put away your sword because whoever uses the sword is going to die by the sword. Mm. Mm. There's going to be times in our lives where we're going to want to be like Peter and we're going to want to cut folks ear off because they talking about somebody we love. Yep. But what benefit is that going to do? And there's going to be times where we're going to be like Peter and we're going to cut somebody with our words. We may hit somebody. We may react out of our humanity. But does that does that make us terrible people? Does that does that mean? Oh, they, man, they need they need deliverance. They need counseling. They need. Right. Or is this or is there such thing? I don't know. Y'all, this this, this is just open dialogue now. Or is that just. He got upset. He had a temper and he acted out. Mm. I think that the, like, I think I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like when you do have those moments that are beyond yourself, 
yeah, you need counseling. Yeah, you need to talk to somebody because you may not even understand the root of it. Like that to me means that you haven't been addressing your feelings for a while. So it caused you to pretty much like explode. You've bottled it up. You're like shaking a soda can and you're exploding. And I feel like people, a lot of people use like go to counseling as like a what is it like as if it's something bad you know as like oh you need this you need help you need like there's nothing wrong with needing help like people that don't slap people can still use some counseling <laughs> um and so i don't think that it's i don't I, I get what you're saying and like people can have a moment and like you don't have to basically villainize them based on that one wrong thing that they've done um I'm definitely on board with that, you know, but I, I feel like when those things happen, then sometimes they can alert you to be like, okay, let me look at within, let me go and search deeper as to why I had that response. Let me figure it out. You may be able to do it by yourself. You may just need to journal out your feelings every morning at 5am. I don't know, whatever it is that you need to do to kind of like re-engage with your emotions. There's nothing wrong with that, but I do have a problem with cancel culture and like thinking yeah. that, when someone makes one mistake that that's like the sum total of who they right. are. And then like, they can make no other right turns. Like I was seeing some stuff like he, you know, it was just so extreme. And I feel like the idea that like people have to be either hot or cold, um, that's biblical now, but like in reality, most people, we have these like extreme sides of us, but that doesn't mean that that's like all I am. Like someone could be loving and hateful depending on the experience, you know, someone can be, like me, mixed, white and black. Like you're just not, uh, that was a bad example. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like the idea that our generation has created that like someone has to be either this or that, you know, if I don't like something, I hate it. No, I just don't like it. That doesn't mean right. that there's not, there's not an extreme. There doesn't have to be extremes. It could be like, he had a bad day and he's, you know, still a nice guy. But we don't know that. We don't know these people, you know, overall, like if you're following social media influencers, if you're following a celebrity and then you see a breaking point, I'm, I want to kind of like go back to the fact of like the building, just because a building dropped, that doesn't mean that that's like the sum total of the building. You don't know all the bombs that went off that caused that thing to break. Just like with the person, if they have those, you know, defining moments, um, you don't know all the things that have been happening consecutively to like cause what you see now we don't know these people we don't know them like he could be he could slap people every day and we just haven't seen it on camera or maybe he's never slapped someone ever and this is his one and last time but like we'll never know that so we always have to agree okay, but we have seen will smack people but we're not talking about will in this moment we just talking about in general right. okay so so right like like i was saying like this individual saying we'd Cancel culture is so toxic. It is. And it really as is. much as we, as much as our generation and the culture that we live in now, people are really trying to put an end to toxicity. We sure do have a lot of toxic ways. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And to not give people grace because we don't know what's going on in your household. We don't know what's going on in your household. We don't know what's going on in your household. It's like, it's like everyone that has any type of influence or anyone that has any type of platform is like, 
we have to always be on. And this is what we talk about being PKs. It's like y'all expect us to always be on. People, members expect too. us to be always be on. Influencers uh, too. Uh, I've, influencers too. I've seen a golfer recently. I love golf. A golfer recently snatched a fan's phone and threw it to the ground. Dude, you got your phone in this man's face. Like super close, like people have breaking points and yeah. people are human. And if when the more you treat people like they're other than you, mm-hmm. that's when we can fall into into dangerous spaces because people are human. And, yeah. and as much as we, those of us that are on this video right now, we are believers, we are Christians, we profess uh, Jesus Christ. There are moments that we are more human than we are spiritual because oh, yeah. we're human. And right. so our humanity plays a role in the way we live our lives. So, so yeah, I mean, guys, listen, there's so many It's at this point, it's not about Will and Jada. It's not about Chris Rock. It's about how do we handle serious issues? How do we handle serious moments that cause people to be divided and conflicted? How do we do that? So I also want to give a huge shout out to Make It Right. Uh, they keep uh, hitting us with the super chat. And that's just that's just really dope. Like gas prices is high and all kind of stuff. And folks decide we they want to yeah, y'all y'all support. Like, y'all don't I, owe us man, nothing. Y'all, owe, y'all don't owe us not a single thing. We definitely appreciate uh, any and everyone that that supports us in the way that y'all do, man. We just we just grateful. Yes, I was I was telling Vicky the other or yesterday. I always like saying the other day. I was telling her yesterday. No, that was actually Wednesday, so it was the other day. It was the other day. Uh, I am making so much noise here. I'm so sorry. That a lot of times, the way I approach things is if I can help one person, then I feel like I'm doing what God wants me to do. I'm walking in my purpose. If I just help one person, if I just help one person a day, I feel like I'm operating in my purpose. And that's, it's like knowing your why. Mm -hmm. Like I, I feel like I know my why, no matter what I do, if I'm on the golf course, I'm on the basketball court. If I'm in the golf store, if I'm on Instagram, if I can help one person, if I can make one person smile or help someone see Jesus just by the way I live my life, but I don't have to come in front of them and speak in tongues or do all kinds of crazy stuff. Like if I can just help one person, like that's that's me being who God called me to be, right? Letting my light so shine before men that they may see my good works and glorify my father in heaven. That's important that you said that. And it ties back into what we're talking about because Will said it in his his speech after he slapped the dude. Um <laughs> Knowing your why is important. It keeps you, it should have kept him from making a bad decision, but it should keep you, in theory, it should keep you from making bad decisions when you know your why. It should keep you walking in an integral way and not wanting to distract from the why. Because when you think about what your why is and why you're doing something and why it's important and who's watching, not that you should overly care about what people think about you, but you should be cognizant of what you're what you're putting out because you want to make sure that you are still being a light in everything that you do mm-hmm. regardless of how many people are watching and that's so important and I think that's something to remember in regards to defending your loved ones and um, making sure that they're protected you also have to make sure you know why you're protecting them and why you're defending them because I think the why is another reason why that 
situation went the way it did because the why wasn't a good reason. It wasn't for a good reason. And you can tell by the way that there was a reaction, you know, because if the why is about protecting somebody you love, you won't make them look stupid. You'll, you'll make a smart decision because the why is bigger than you. Right. And that's and that's on both parts. It's, it's on both parts. Both, it's on parties. both parts. Absolutely. Just like just like it we talked about in the, in the latest podcast. Guys, go back and watch the latest podcast. It didn't it hasn't done that well as far as views. Uh, but if you're all subscribers, I really, really encourage y'all to go back and watch. Make sure you're caught up on all podcast. the episodes. For real. Because they like, all tie together. I never do this. <laughs> I almost feel like a preacher. Like okay. y'all, like seriously. Okay. Uh go back and watch the late because I I said it in my reel. Like, if you're hurting. I'm hurting. Yeah. I may not be physically hurting. I may not understand the totality of what you're experiencing, but but you being my spouse, us being one, being together, being united, as my dad would say, united. United. <laughs> being united. If you're hurting, I'm hurting. And I'm not going to put you in a compromising position. And just like I pray, you don't put me in compromising positions, right? And so this is why we talk about things like this. This is why we have these open uh, discussions and conversations so that we, as a team, don't do things that cause each other guilt, shame, disappointment, pain, hurt, heartache, all the above. Mm -hmm. And so this is, this is why I believe this is a great conversation for us to have, because as couples and as people who... God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. We were talking about this Wednesday night with our parents uh, at our special Wednesday night service. It's just, it's just great. Like God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. There has to be a sacrifice in order for reconciliation to take place. There has to be two, one of two things. There has to be a change, meaning one person has to come to like, I know I, I know I was standing real firm on this, but you know what? I changed my position mm -hmm. and there has to be an exchange. Jesus was our exchange. Jesus took the place of us who deserve death, who deserve hell. And Jesus stood in the gap and said, you know what? I'm going to die for y'all sins. Even though if you go back and read in the gospels, Jesus allowed his humanity to peek through because he said, Luke chapter 22, verse 42, I believe. Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. I, I would rather not die, but it's not about me. Everything in our marriage is not about me. I have to consider you yeah. all the time, <laughs> right? So not my will, but the better will of what we're trying to accomplish you has know. to be done. <laughs> That's not a pun. Double no, entendre. No pun intended. But no? okay. and that, that's what has to happen in order for us to be reconciled. First, uh, Jesus did the work to reconcile us back to God. Now we have the ministry of reconciliation to reconcile with each other. Recon is reconnaissance. It's the, the ability to gather information and knowledge. Once you gather the proper information and knowledge, I'm going to ensure that I don't say something that's going to hurt Wanda and Lorelco's feelings or cause them to feel something other than love, joy, and happiness when I come around because I'm not doing something that's going to affect the relationship that we have. And this is what we have to do as people is we have to 
do the reconnaissance, the recon, the gathering of information so we don't walk around here thinking that we in good relationship with people when really we didn't talk about they dead dog that really meant a lot to them and we cracking jokes about it and we don't know that that's a spark. That's something that's going to cause them to go over the, like, bro, and I'm using something that that kind of don't make sense, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying, yes. right? When you're in where you're in relationship with people, you do the the necessary work to ensure that you're not causing things to cause rifts in the relationship. Right. Yeah, and even with that, like I've we've experienced, you know, firsthand with people who just, you know, having they don't understand that communication piece, and they have that issue with others or issues with their friends or issues with other people and they fail to communicate those issues. They fail to communicate in a healthy way what the issues are, what those problems are. And then they come up in ways that um, cause confusion. And anything that's confusion is not of God. We know that God is not the author of confusion. And so I think it's like you said it very important. Like we have to understand that what, what we're saying, what we're doing is not to offend, but it's also to, it's to bring peace. Because God is a God of peace, even though he's a God of war, at the same time, he's a God of peace. And so we just have to understand how to better communicate with each other, with people, with friends, um, with, you know, with business owners, with uh, employees, employers, understanding that like everybody has emotions, everybody has feelings and everyone, everyone is going through something. Everyone has their issues as well. And so when you present certain things to people that you have an issue with, present it out of love, not out of way of spite, not out of a way of, oh, I'm done with you. I'm I'm through with that. I'm like, you know, those type of way, those type of uh, communication barriers can cause risks, can cause Will Smith to slap Chris Rock, can cause certain things, you know what I mean, to take place that is outside, uh, that's all emotion and not logic, all emotion and, and not, not in clear understanding. And so... Um, you said it right, but a lot of people move out of emotion. They don't move out of understanding. And that's the, that's one of the hardest things for us as people to get out of is our emotions. Like everything ain't got to be emotional. Just yep. because you don't like certain things don't mean you got to be emotional about it and then just go off to fly off the handle because you emotional. You know, we have to learn, have to understand like, yes, we have emotions. Yes, but they don't always have to be exerted on others. They don't always have to be put put out in behaviors that cause offense to other people. That's true. And when um, when you think about like emotions and stuff like that, it's always a sign of maturity. I mean, I feel like I've been emotional before. You know, I've done things that I'm not proud of. I said things that I wasn't, you know, I wouldn't want that to be broadcasted on the ground. The Oscars, I'd be calling the Grams. I don't, I don't even care about this stuff. I really don't even be watching, to be honest. (laughs) Um, But like that also humbles you too. When like you think about all of the times that you've done something out of character that was not broadcasted, that no one had a camera on, you know. Yeah. Um. But I have personally learned in terms of emotions and things like that through my sons, especially Kaysen, one of our sons, he's really emotional. He will cry and scream and go crazy for hours if you let him. Um, but I've learned to like talk through them with him and kind of like identify the emotions. I feel like, I don't even know where I was going with this truthfully. Um, <laughs> but Emotions, like if you put a name to it and you really like want to work on being emotional and being an emotional person and being a person that's like, heavily led by emotions like you have to be able to like pinpoint where your emotion is coming from and kind of stemming back to what cam was talking about earlier like and low actually um 
being able to like pinpoint your issue, pinpoint what went wrong and be able to address it when it happens or else it just becomes an emotional train wreck. And you're like carrying this emotional tor tornado that's just like turning and has all of these little things and little triggers. And then that trigger belongs to when you were five and then it belongs to when you were six. And then when your dad rejected you back then. And then when someone talked about you and you didn't have like everything is just going to be like a little domino effect. So it's just best to kind of like Take inventory on emotions. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I, I, what you're saying is making sense. That's where I was heading, okay? But I'm heading somewhere. Because, I mean, like you're saying, even with the with Kaysen, like, he's he's in a stage where I just didn't understand, like, how he could have such big emotions. Like, and it's funny because as a two-year-old, they don't really talk. But Kaysen expresses his, his emotions by yelling and screaming, by just being extra, just, ah, like he's... Sometimes he's not even mad. He's just, I got to say it, but I don't know what to say. So I'm just going to scream and just go crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, you really have some big emotions. And so what I've learned is when he walks up to me or one time I told him, no, that's not, that's not what we're going to do. We're not doing that. He went, he just looked at me and just said, ah, I was like, oh, okay. That's what we're doing. All right, bet. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me talk to you. <laughs> this is why we're not doing that. You know, I understand that you're frustrated. And we have that conversation. I pinpoint the fact, okay, bro, like you are frustrated. He's like, yeah, I'm mad. All right, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> what can we do to solve this? You know, you're not going to get everything that you want. So I'm a lecturer. My dad you're was not a, that good at listen, dismantling listen. this man's emotions. I'm not that good at it. <laughs> this, is, this is what I've learned. So I got stories for days. My dad was a lecturer. You know what I'm saying? So what I hated was when my dad lectured me. <laughs> That's what he like. He wasn't a big disciplinarian guy. That was, that was my mom, right? But my dad, like, he would sit me down, cross his little legs, <laughs> got me, cross his arms, legs. This is how he used to sit, just like this, and just have a full blown conversation. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, I don't want to sit here for a whole hour <laughs> listening to you talk to me about my issues <laughs> you had with me. Like, that's, that's, that's torture. Like, so I started doing that. With, I started doing that with Casey and Kylo. And they hate it. They're screaming. I'm just talking. I said, we're going to sit right here. We're going to talk. Ah! <laughs> I'm like, bro, what is happening right now? But I'm realizing, yo, like having a conversation hurts. Mm. Sometimes having a conversation of yeah, truth okay. hurts. It's, 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 worse than, <laughs> it's worse than a slap. Hey, Amen. Come on, man. Again. Like we understood Ooh. that having a conversation of truth hurts worse than a slap why does it hurt babe because you're touching an area a core area that you know that you have an issue with and you ain't brushing it under and the you rug. ain't brushing it under the rug you're again it's, a, it's that foundational piece you're now brushing it under the rug you know there's a you know there's a broken pipe in the house you know there's a broken pipe in the house you see it leaking if you don't address that broken pipe it's gonna go and trickle into other areas of the house Mm -hmm. Y'all your house flooded. Why your house flooded? Well, I didn't address that pipe. It's been there about a whole year now. And I know I should have addressed that pipe. I know I seen that pipe on I know I should have addressed it. Well, now the whole house is messed up. Mm -hmm. All you had to do was have a conversation, a conversation of truth to look at yourself in the mirror, realize, dang, man, that's that's me. And having a conversation with someone that hurt you, it takes courage. It takes courage. It takes less courage to slap somebody in the face Absolutely. than it takes to Explain Absolutely. your emotions Explain it. about what someone did to you. Absolutely. Yep. To them in their face. Because why? You can be faced with rejection. They could be like, I don't care. Yep. Yeah. I don't matter. They yeah. could meet you with who cares? I, I don't care that I did that. So it takes real courage to approach a situation and say, hey, 
I don't like that you did X, Y, and Z. And that's why a lot of times people don't do that, you know? And that's why I respect you. Because even just last night, we had a, we had a little disagreement. One thing about me, I'm going to address we had a, this. We had a little disagreement last night. I mean, I'll just be honest. We had a little disagreement last night. And uh, one thing I always would love and respect about one is, like, she going to tell me how she feel. Uh, she going to say it. Now, it may not come out the best way. love it. <laughs> no. It won't come out sweet, but she going to say it. Like, like she going to say it. She going to go to sleep on me, too. <laughs> I'll do it now, because she want to have these whole deep conversations. But in the middle of the night, you know what I'm saying? It's my God, man! It's one o'clock in the morning. You want to have this deep conversation? I I don't understand what you're talking about right now. I am tired. The time just got away from me. And so, you know, either case, like she, but she, what she does, what she does is she has this, she has a way of explaining herself. That's not always the best way, but she has a way of explaining herself that that causes me to look inward. Mm. It causes me to look within and be like, man, golly, that's hold on. That's, this is good. This is <laughs> a Mozak and Logan self-help book with those analogies and then proceed to break it all down because the way y'all connect these things, the masses need to know. <laughs> look, look, look what she said. Look. Okay. The leaky pipe foundation except these are the these are the chapters. Come on. I don't remember what I said. Cody Barnes said Christ is my firm foundation. That's what he said. No. What were you saying? I'm sorry. No, so 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 one had so we had a little disagreement last night, you know what I'm saying? So and we've learned because our disagreements used to be bad back in the day, like used to be like extremely bad. And so we, extremely was, now that just now that you just compared to others where it. people can actually just now have a legit to, mature. We were immature. We were just having immature conversations. Yeah, we wasn't attaches. listening to each other. We weren't listening. We just oh you say that I'm gonna say this. Oh you gonna say that I'm gonna say that. We we'll start clowning each other. Yeah, clown. Oh you, you <laughs> got, that's why you didn't have your teeth, your feet done done the other day. Your feet. Oh, when they roast each other, it <laughs> is ashy. I've been wanting to tell you it was ashy, but now that I'm mad, I'm gonna tell you now. One time, ooh, you got me so mad too. And sometimes <laughs> he be making me laugh, and I'm, I'm like, kind of be mad, and I'm like, you man, gotta make each other laugh. It was petty. Mad, it was petty. Look, we be in the car sometimes. She'll say something. I know I'm mad. I look to the other side while I'm driving. Oh, right and there. don't stutter when you got a Tears point to make because we gonna go. You ain't even gonna get that out, man. Anyways, I was like, oh, like to my feeling. Feelings, get it out, get it out, and then you can't say it no more. Uh, the jokesters, bro. Like, so, but either uh, back to my point. My point last night, we had a little disagreement, and but what wasn't it is she addressed her concern, and when she addressed her concern, it caused me to look at myself and realize, hey, bro, like, look at yourself in the mirror. She has a concern, but it's legitimate, uh -huh. and, it and it forced me to look within. It's like, man, that is me. I, like whether she was right or wrong, it still made me reflect on what I needed to do to change or what I needed to do to maybe fix or not even just to fix. Maybe I just needed to uh, address it and acknowledge, hey, that was me. Acknowledge, hey, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Hey, you know what I mean? I may not agree, but at least I'm going to acknowledge the fact that you're hurt in this moment. Right. And I need to do my part to to ensure that it doesn't happen again, or you need to feel love or whatever. That may not always come that way, happen that way in, in a disagreement. But at the end of the day, that's what you should come to terms with. Hey, you know, let's sit down, let's talk, because this is a difficult conversation, clearly, because you, you're making me look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, yo, I, I got to do something different right now. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? That's part of marriage because marriage or just part of having a relationship with friends or just having a relationship with people or with your employer. Like sometimes you have to have those difficult conversations in order for you to create a foundation and realize, yo, things can get better. 
they don't have to get worse. Right. So let's fix it now. Right. You know what I'm saying? People thought I was crazy when I was working. When I was working my nine to five, I'll tell the manager, I say, hey, this, this ain't going to work. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is not going to work. I don't operate like this. Like you, you being a micromanager, I don't do that. I like things in a macro perspective. Let me do me. And I promise you, things going to get, things going to get done. I promise you that. But we are off the jump. We're going to, we're going to have this conversation right now before we get started. I appreciate you, but don't be, don't bring it down my neck now. See the work to your point. Vicky said something Wednesday night about how us being married, it's like I'm a mirror and she's a mirror. Correct. And so I think I said this at a marriage retreat too. It's like I see so much of the things that I need work on mm -hmm. ever since we have come into this unit union of marriage. Right. And you were saying, you know, like I'm a mirror. So you see. This is what you say. You see a lot of the things that you feel like are wrong with you. Mm -hmm. And because we're in relationship, we have to be willing to look at those things and be like, and address it and deal like, with it. Man. And that's uncomfortable. What I was saying was people don't like to be uncomfortable, which is why they don't want to fix their relationships and they just leave. Yeah. They don't want to be uncomfortable. They don't want to, they don't want to see the ugly parts of themselves. Like, Oh, you're not finna, you're not finna break me down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're older, like, you want to talk about this all the time being older and trying to manage friendships and relationships it's like it i don't have time to be trying to break myself down with you like i like there are things i'm going to work on but at the same time like i i shouldn't have to teach somebody how to do that how to see themselves and react the proper way and treat me right based on the fact that you see what you're doing wrong and acknowledge what you're doing wrong and then like i'm you don't have to keep going through like at a certain age you should know how to do that you should know how to be emotionally mature enough to say, this is what I'm doing wrong and I'm going to fix it. This is what they do. They mask it with irrecon irreconcilable differences. Yes, That's what my dad said. Exactly. exactly. Mask, mask the fact that they can't sit in discomfort for a season of their life. Yes. Realize, hey, we just don't like each other right now, but we, we married, we're going we gonna, we gonna to work through. Instead of saying we're going to work through, we're going to battle through, what can we do to get better? We're just going to break up on irreconcilable differences. We and still you know cool. why? But we just mask the the issue of discomfort because you don't want to sit there in it. You know why? What's it? Because they be on social media watching these couples post these. They be watching. I mean, they you watch the reels. You watch. You see the cute vacations. Oh, they got couple friends. All that, like all that, and you don't realize that people are watering that grass behind the scenes. Exactly. People keep using the building. You even when you see the beauty of a building, you don't see the maintenance crew. Somebody mm -hmm. you know how much they they water bill is. Offering up <laughs> greener, the grass is greener, but the water bill is high. There was one here. Come on, somebody. You know how much the work and effort is being put into that. Songwriter said, "You see my glory, but you don't see my story." Come on, come on. And see, that's all, all of the points that work. we're making. And I know some people, you know, don't disagree with with everything, but but here's guys, we. We have to ensure that we're looking at us. Inwardly. <laughs> we have to look intro like like into us as individuals. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I said, you know, early on in our marriage, I didn't realize how prideful I was. <laughs> hey. So much better. I'm so proud of you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Boy, I, man. Hey, you might not realize it, but I did. <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew I was proud. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. And it's, it's, it's like y'all said, like, like people don't want to have uncomfortable yeah. conversations. It was those uncomfortable conversations that we had. It's like, it's like, babe, you don't have to kill yourself just to make, just to make it seem like you're this powerful man. Like, it's okay. I can help. I can do this or I can do that. Like, talk to me, communicate with me. Mm-hmm. But instead, I was acting like Kay and Kai, and I didn't want to use my words. I was like, no, I got it. <laughs> and and the, the longer we go through that in relationships with people who are willing to help, yeah, mm. we're refusing help and we're refusing to grow. Mm. And it's like, man, why isn't my grass green? Because the person that would water me, I'm not allowing them to come. Mm. Unlock them out. I'm not allowing the maintenance crew to come. But mm. here- but here's the issue. Here's the issue. And I, I'm glad that you said that. Here's the issue. When we don't learn how to water our own grass first, mm. before we get into relationships, it's going to be hard to allow someone else to water it. Come on. You get what I'm saying? Like, like before Wanda, I had to learn how to water myself. Mm. Before Wanda, I had to learn to intrinsically figure out how to manage my emotions. Before Wanda, I had to learn how to maintenance my own house. Come on. And so what we do is we get into these relationships thinking, all right, it's your turn. You you go ahead, maintenance. Go on and call the maintenance crew. Well, you can't do it for yourself. Come on. Go on, you know, go on ahead and fix that pipe. Well, why can't you do it? Well, now we're going back and forth, tit for tat. Why? Because we never understood the importance of watering our own grass. We never understood the importance of, of calling maintenance for ourselves, getting our own therapy before we get into ourselves into a relationship. Now we trauma dumping on our on our spouse and we trying to have her fix me, you know, because I'm messed up, you know what I mean? Because I don't know me now, you know, because you didn't take the time to figure out how to water your own grass first. Yes, it's expensive. Yes, it's expensive to to cook for yourself. Yes, it's expensive to manage your emotions. It is, but that's that's the price you pay to grow up. That's the price you pay to mature. Mm-hmm. There's always a price of maturity. And I think that we get caught up in this, uh, in this, this, uh, everything gotta be quick. Mm-hmm. Everything gotta be so fast. Like, oh, I gotta mature quick. And so I'm gonna act like I'm gonna sound mature, but I'm really not. <laughs> I'm gonna walk with my head high, like I got it together when you really don't. Mm-hmm. Like, we gotta be transparent with ourselves. So, you know what? I'm still working on my house right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm still watering. I know my grass is a little dusty. I get it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how to water my I'm trying to get, it's expensive. I'm trying to figure that out right now. Yeah. And we've, if we learn to look at people before we get married and look at their lawn, oh my God. then we'll know if they are for us or not. Because yep. if you ain't got no green grass Come in on. your lawn, Come on. I know that's a Go deep ahead. analogy, but what I'm saying is, you get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I went to California not too long ago. I was like, yo, the grass is greener out here now because it's been raining. Okay. Come on. But if I walk and I see one of us, I'm looking at your lawn and you got nothing but dust and dirt. I'm like, hold on, hold on. You ain't water. have green grass together. Well, how are we going to do it together? If you ain't, if you ain't watering your own self. You're going to come in your yard and kill all your plants. You're going to bring weeds. <laughs> and bring weeds and all of that. Mix it together because y'all want. You know what I'm saying? Because, right. And so what I'm saying is it's, it's two holes make holes. Mm. Yep. Not two halves. Yeah. And I was always taught, hey, two halves make a whole. That's what I was taught. Like, yo, two bring your 50 with my 50 and we make a hundred. You know what I mean? You complete me. You complete me. No, I gotta complete myself first. I gotta, I gotta water my grass first. 
I want, I want you all to hear me. I want you to hear me. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me when I say it. There's a lot of us who are, y'all really waiting on me too. <laughs> Shit, Wanda, come on. There's a lot. The thing is, I really feel that there are a lot of people who are in these marriages, right? And you are, you've been sad and you've been crying yourself to sleep. And you just felt like, oh, this is the end of my marriage. Why can't we be like a this other person or this other person, right? But the truth is, you just need to water yourself. Yep. That's really deep, to be honest, because there's there's been times in my life where I looked at Lorelco and I was like, man, I wish that he could see that I was doing X, Y, and Z. And I wish he would give me some accolades on it. Like we were joking about being at the gym and when I go to the gym with him and he would try to work me out and I would kind of be like, I ain't working out you no more because he wouldn't give me accolades for making all of my sets, you know, because when I go with the trainer, because <laughs> when I go with the <laughs> trainer, the trainer is going to literally sit there and he's going, come on, you got it. The last step when I get, babe, when I get weak, right, he going to say, you got this, you got this. No, Lorelco, he going to be silent. He not going to give me accolades. And it came a point when I said, okay. Is this, am I going to work out because of, because he not giving me accolades? Am I going to stop working out? Most times I was going to stop working out. <laughs> the truth of the matter is yeah. that's not helpful. Like just because your spouse is not completing you like you want them to do, like, why don't you complete yourself? And another thing is like, there's a lot of people who are single, right? And you're waiting on that special one. And my thing, like I get this question all the time, like, how do I prepare for a spouse? How do I prepare for a husband? And the truth is like, you need to prepare for you because if that husband never comes or that wife never comes, who are you? And a lot of times like we're waiting on these spouses or we're praying for these spouses, but like, we're not even the, the we're not even the person that the spouse that we prayed for would want to meet, you know? Oh. That's Come on. It's like, do you take care of yourself? Do you have, a, do you have, you know, self-care appointments? I don't know. Whatever it is that you need, that you feel like your spouse could like, like you got to do that before they get here. You can't be waiting on a spouse to check off. Well, once my spouse gets here, I'm going to go travel. No, go travel by yourself. Like do things that you genuinely love. And I feel like when you do that, the person that's right for you, they just kind of come and, you know, mesh. seamlessly mesh with you. You know, it shouldn't have to like, the person that you're waiting for or even the person that you're with, they shouldn't come and try to and they don't have to be the finishing piece for you. Like you're the finishing piece and they're just like you're the cake. OK, and they are the icing. Come on, analogy. Like they should be the icing on your cake. OK, that's all yeah. I'm trying to say. You know, make your cake, make it, make it nice, make it pretty and let them just ice it over. But guess what? The taste is in the cake. You come on, come made. on. You and just ministered to me because I be I be waiting for Cam to invite me to the gym because I don't care about going unless he invite me. But I gotta want it for myself. Yes, <laughs> but and I see, don't. I don't. The thing. I don't care. If he don't care. I'm like, well, I'm just gonna be out of shape. I, I guess here, here what y'all saying is so good because here to to the gym analogy, right? I would get up and I would preach, you know, on our third Sundays and our fifth Sundays, and I'd be like, yeah, y'all, you know, I, I, I my wife want me to have a six pack, so I'm gonna start going to the gym because my wife want me to have a six pack. Well, I never ended up getting a six pack because I was doing it for her. Well, now, like I be in the gym because I want to look good for me. Come on, look good for your. Come on, when you look in the mirror, you should be like, yes. Come on, somebody, you should look sexy for yourself. Huh? I'm trying to. I'm trying to be healthy for me and my future children. Come on. I'm trying to be healthy because I know that there is a plan and a purpose that God has for my life, 
And I want my body to be able to uh, deal with or sustain the work that God has yet for me to do. Come on. And if I continue to try to do things for other people, like I said, in that reel, I'll continue to fail. Come on. Because at the end of the day, you can't please people. Huh. You have to do the work that God has placed in you so you can accomplish the work that he has for you. Come on. I, this Come I, this on. is getting good. Let me, now, am let I, I going to go to the triggers. gym at 6 a.m. with you? Probably not. I'm just letting you know right now. But I'm going to go for me. Yes. <laughs> y'all heard it here first. We heard it here first. We need to, we need if y'all see no gym selfies, you know what happened? Here's the thing. Like it's just like we all we all say this and we we don't even really know what we're saying. Come on. It's like, well, I can't want it more for you than you want it for yourself. That's true. Same thing, same thing for anything you want to do and accomplish in life. If I want you to be in the gym more than you want to be in the gym, you'll never get to the point where I, I want you to be because you don't want it. Oh, good. You don't you don't. And I'm not I'm not like attacking. No, I'm just saying, I, I I'm just saying I, in general, if you want somebody that if you oh man, I just really wish. And we have those people that, man, if they just did X, Y and Z, they would be boy, they would be so. But they don't want it. Mm. So they're not going to be there. Right. Yeah. Right. The people that do live up to the potential that you think or see, or it's like, man, I always knew X, Y, Z. You want to know why? Because they, they were consistent, they were disciplined, and they wanted it. They had the hunger. Yep. And this so is hunger and thirst. Come on now. <laughs> okay. I'm, okay. Come on, as a deer panther, my soul oh. and thirst. Are you desperate enough? Yeah. And and this is a thing too. Like like for a more practical sense, let's say I won't want to go to the gym with me. Let's let's say for you know because we're in a relationship, right? I want her to everything is we. I want her to do. I want her to go to the gym with me. Now, practically, I my job isn't to say you need to be in the gym because you slacking. Mm-hmm. Practically, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you gotta say. Sometimes, but it's how you say it, right? Sometimes, yeah. hey babe, I'm going to the gym. I'm gonna I'm going to the gym. Would you like to come? You ask. You start asking those questions. Would you like to come? I'm be at the gym. Would you like? You know. That's what you did to me today. <laughs> Yeah, she, she came to the gym. Would you like to come? I wasn't trying to be. But more practically, when you when you begin to understand who your spouse is, what are they intrinsically motivated by, and what are they extrinsic extrinsically motivated by? These are two questions you have to ask. Okay, if Wanda's motivated intrinsically, what are those things? Uh, well, she just likes, like you were saying, I just like I want my body to be right. It's for me because I have a goal to be this certain amount of pounds and I have a goal to lose a certain amount of body fat, but that's intrinsic. Now, if you're not intrinsically motivated, all that stuff that I'm talking about won't even matter to you. Mm-hmm. What are you extrinsically motivated by? Well, you know, I slip when I get, when I get to Cancun, when I get to, you know what I'm saying? When I get to Cabo, I'm trying to, you feel me trying to flex on them. Well, that's extrinsic. Cause now you look, you think about the outward appearance. You know what I mean? You're thinking about what you will look like. So, now, since I know, okay, we got an upcoming chill coming. All right, babe. Uh, we got chill coming. You got we gotta get some bathing suits. You you ready for it? Oh dang, okay. If I'm if we're trying to get bathing suits, uh, I gotta get to the gym real quick. Oh that'll get you motivated, really. Okay, bet. Let me go buy her some stuff, you know what I mean? Or let, let's go look at some stuff together, you know what I mean? So it gets you kind of motivated. So there's so that we got to look at both intrinsically. What are you motivated practically? Intrinsically, what are you motivated by? Extrinsically, what are you motivated by? 
because not everybody's motivated by the same thing to do to do certain things. You know what I'm saying? And if that if that ain't you, and if that ain't if that ain't your thing, we can't start. We got to stop forcing our thing on on our spouse. Like, hey, babe, I'm in here. You gonna be in here too? Well, no. Okay. Well, you, that, there it is. You know what I mean? Just be okay with that and sit in that, and then just continue to work on yourself. So, because if it's one thing that Vicky knows about me. She knows I'm not going to force her to do anything. I know right. what I like to do. I've never forced you to do anything. I kind of like when you do Our that. entire marriage, I've never forced you to do anything. That's Did you want to know why? I'm protecting my peace <laughs> and yours. Message. Yes, I like when you push me around a little bit, though. I'm protecting my peace. You think it's because then peace, I don't want to be frustrated with the fact that you don't do what I'm asking you to do. <laughs> That's huh? the C right there. Come on now. It's like when you're a little aggressive, but it's fine. I'll get that in other ways. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You gotta stop me because if I keep talking, I'm gonna keep saying stuff now. Well, should we take is this do y'all take QA? Like, is it like a little question and answer? Yeah, more? we could we could take QA. Probably like we can do that now because we've we're gonna bring Kay and Kai in here anyways. Okay. Gonna, we can do Q&A. We we gonna, we gonna we're Any gonna questions? we're gonna put a cap. Uh, we got ten minutes. We are gonna say we got ten minutes left. Uh, we already been on hour and a half, and this is just it's been great. It's been great. We because um, one thing about us, we, we don't talk. We <laughs> gonna talk now. Yes. Hey, imagine if we didn't do the FaceTime yesterday, though. This would have been an even longer conversation. Oh my, my God. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> huh? I've holds a lot. Q and A. Any questions? Any any things? Any last remarks uh, that you all want us to hit on? Our girl Whitley says she hey she ready to get us she a publishing those, deal. And right. <laughs> she got the idea. She got everything. She said I'll have a I'll have a uh, a document. You could bring them in here. Yes. Yes. We're gonna. Yeah. This is gonna be. This is. I. I'm. We're recording this. It's gonna be posted. Uh, on the pod, it will be live again after we edit it. Yeah, and and, and we apologize for these little squares. This this wasn't doing this earlier. You know what I mean? I, I like to I, I like to operate in in excellence and I apologize. All right, wasn't here before, so y'all just pray. Okay. And our next go around, I gonna need to have us back. You gonna ha- y'all gonna have to have us back. Yeah, a lot of technical difficulties. <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. Next week, let's do it again. Okay. This is everything is we and (laughs) next week. All right, here we go. How do you make a safe space for someone who has difficulty communicating slash being vulnerable? That's a good question for you, babe, because I was that person. Difficult, difficult to communicate with. Or, or, okay. Since it would be what, what things did I do that made you want to open up? Hmm. My God. Um, I feel like one of the things I appreciated, and I also will say this about Wanda too, because I'm not vulnerable with a lot of people. And oh, because Wanda pulls stuff ab- out of you that I'll be, I'll be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> this woman of God got another grace on her life. <laughs> um, you and Wanda talk for how long? My God. I don't know. It's just like, I like people who don't force me to talk. Like, you don't ask me to, if that makes sense. Like, you don't expect me to. Like, I, I don't know. It's something about when people give me the space to just be me and don't expect something from me. Be free, daughter. 
I feel like I can be myself because you're not expecting me. You're not expecting anything from me. Like people who expect something, like they try to force it out of me, I shut down, you know? Mm. So I feel like because you don't force anything out of me, I can be more vulnerable and have the space to really say what I want to say. And also because you're not like turned off or shocked if I say something out of pocket. Um, <laughs> that's not really a that's not really a good thing. But because me like being so defensive and me like always like because I have a lot of bark and no bite, basically, I, I you know, <laughs> you know me. Uh, <laughs> well, I will, I will say just a, a brief interjection. I will say from the moment that we started like liking each other for real, for real, I would I noticed immediately discernment on on 500. I noticed immediately like she's really defensive. Oh. And I will always ask you like, why are you being so defensive? Remember that I will always ask you like. But the fact that you weren't turned off by me shutting you down all the time. I would just be like, why is she so? And it's, it, it made me like you. I was like, same thing with Wanda. I would pray. I said, God, how do I, I said this already. How do I create an environment <laughs> that is conducive <laughs> for you to open up? How do I, how do I carry myself? How do I, how do I make myself non-threatening? Mm. Because a defensive person always got their guard up. They always they got the shield. They got the the invisible force field. I mean, just walls on walls. Just just just, just ready. I'm just like all of them. I'm like I'm like Jesus to, to Peter. Put down your sword, girl. Oh, I was ready, baby Listen, girl. You had something to say about me. I'm put fighting. the weapons down. Okay. And so I I would always try to create an environment where she could open up. She could feel safe. She could feel oh like I'm not being attacked. Oh like he's lacing his words with grace and truth and kindness and love and like showing up is is good for me too like i like i like when people just show up just because they want to talk to me you know what i'm saying i i as a kid growing up i got like rejected a lot by friends and people that i liked um they would like kind of shut me out in a way and so I like when people like keep talking to me, even though I feel like I may have done something or said something to push them away. They still keep coming back and still not expecting anything from me. Just like talking to me just because we cool like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's also just because you you just keep listening. I don't know why you just do. I'm like, OK, well, I'm gonna keep talking if you keep listening. So, yeah, it's good. I think that. um Low, you, he's a good communicator, surface level, but vulnerability, nah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> me and Low are kind of the same. We're, we're hey, on. no, everything you just is like y'all. They like y'all. Y'all are like, but most of my friends that I've had in my life are always the quiet friends, or like they're always like the people that people really don't know a lot about them, and like somehow I'm their friend because I can understand people and not try to put my own like expectations on them. Although it's hard now, it's hard when you, when you are vulnerable and you know how to communicate and then like people don't communicate. So I'll say like, you need to have patience and like right. be able to accept people for who they are and not what you want them to be, you right. know? Cause like when, when it comes to like low or when it came to like all of my closest friends, like 
I've always been the person that like, I don't mind being vulnerable. I don't mind oversharing, over communicating and stuff like that. And I feel like when I've done that, there's times that, well, I'll say there's a lot of people that use vulnerability as a manipulation tool. So there's people who like will be vulnerable with you in hopes that you're vulnerable back to them. So yeah. they like get your info or whatever. But if yeah. you're like a genuine person and like you're trying to genuinely build a relationship with someone and you just show, hey, I trust you, but I'm not going to ask you, hey, well, I just shared that my dad did this. What did your dad do? Now they're going to shut yeah. down because. No, they they shouldn't have to share just because you share, you know, so pretty much like stepping into relationships and understanding that like each person that you're in a relationship with doesn't have your expectations and like literally seeing them where they are. Um, I feel like with Lo, a lot of times because like he's my husband or like he was my boyfriend, there were certain answers I would expect him to have. So like I would break my rules of like, you know, making him feel safe and just be like, well, shouldn't you just open it up and just say it? Like, you know, but like <laughs> we've had like the most like, I guess, connecting conversations and like where I really felt like, man, I saw his heart. For me, I feel like it's when I just listen and when I don't critique and when I don't ask a lot of questions and when I'm just like genuinely there for them. And also like you have to really listen to people not to respond, but like listen to them to like hear their heart and like hear what they're really trying to say because people aren't just saying words just like blanket. There's always like a deeper root and like they're trying to get you to understand their emotions and like hear their heart, you know? People just want to be heard. Oh my goodness. Oh Jesus, run. Run. <laughs> Sorry. Um, don't mind us. I'm gonna send y'all what just happened. I'm gonna send y'all. <laughs> y'all are gonna like literally. Um. Anywho. <laughs> um. Long story short, just like don't expect you from other people, and like genuinely like get to know people, and like show them love where they are, and not where you want them to be. Yeah, mm. that's good. That's really good. Amen. Well. <laughs> Let's take a turn. <laughs> Here, we'll take this last question. Um, Toby, Tavi, Tavi says, how do you show your spouse love and respect? How do you show them? It depends on the person. But I wish Lowe was over here because I would ask him. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> How do you show your spouse love and respect? You got to answer your own question now because. I mean, I, I, I really I really believe it boils down to. It's going to sound really deep and spiritual, but Put it on them. dwell dwelling with. Your spouse with knowledge. Right. Yes. Like I. If I know you, then I know how to show you love. Right. That's you have to know them. And I know how to. Yeah. Like it's through intimacy. It's through conversation. It's through actions. It's it's through learning how you communicate, how you receive like like all of the above. Like it's it's really, really knowing you that I'm able to show you love and respect. So, so Larocco, here's, here's the question. Mm -hmm. uh, 
<laughs> on the screen here. What's up, nephews? They can't hear me. <laughs> How do you show your spouse love and respect? So, LaRocco, question for you. Mm -hmm. um, one may say, Tavi, or Toby, Toby, uh, one may say that the way that you show your spouse love and respect okay, here is go. through the five love languages. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, but I'll ask, I'll pose the question to the Mozaks, starting with Lorelco. How do you show your spouse love and respect? How do you show your how do you show your spouse love? Is this question like how do we personally show love or just in general? Because there, I feel like there's no general answer. That's that's not it. Yeah. Because everybody's different. Everybody's different. So the way I show you love and respect is different from the way LaRocco would show Wanda love and respect. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. How do you show love? How do you show your spouse love? You said it. I really mean, you really said it because it's out of intimacy. It's out of so that's the we one with the big emotions. This is the one with big we were, emotions. He, we were signing up for it. <laughs> the one with big emotions, by the way. But so uh, it, it's it's based off of connection. It's based off of being intimate. It's based off of knowing who you are. It's based off of knowing who the other person is. It's based off of you know. That's a, that's an interesting question because it's 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 so KK. It's, it's, per, it's personal. It's personal. That's a very personal. You know what I mean? Because you're asking me how well, do you I gotta show... ask your spouse how they want to be loved and respected. Okay, here she. Okay, she's she's clarifying. She's going deeper. She said men need respect and women need love. They both need respect. No, nah, I need both. <laughs> yeah. They, they but need... see, but this is good though because this, this, this is the. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna sound mean, but I'm about to say this is like the generic phrasing that people say yeah. in relation to husband and wives, men. Right. And but we both need the same thing. It's like men yeah. need respect. It is respect. People have people have got up. I mean, large platform. See, men don't need love. Men need respect. I need Women respect. need love. I need some love too now. <laughs> <laughs> I love the respect. You respect me, but you show me some love too. You know. Here's here's the thing. It, you're right. It is overgeneralized. And we have this thing where men don't need love, men need respect. And so you raise up a bunch of men who think that respect is pounding your chest and they don't know how to love affectionately. They don't know how to mm -hmm. give a hug. They don't know how to say, hey, man, I really love you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Without the extra stuff on the side. And so when we raise up a generation that men only need respect. Then you leave out the love piece. People don't know how to be affectionate and understand that love does require emotion. Um, and then you raise another generation of women who just say women just need love. Then you got a lot of men disrespecting their wives or disrespecting women and women thinking that it's okay because at least he loved me. Mm. Not, not, not realizing that respect is love. Whoa. That love is respect. Whoa. They go hand in hand. Now you talking. Oh, not, listen, you, now you talking. Now you preaching. Uh, now. You know, <laughs> I think that's that's the misconception. We want to raise a generation of men and women who are healthy and understanding that, hey, I got love and respect. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I know how to handle, I know how to love emotionally, physically, and spiritually. 
and I know how to give respect as well. And I think that's something that creates a a healthy relationship with one another. With me and my wife, like, yo, like I know she needs respect just as much as I know she she needs love. Because if I don't respect her, she don't respect me. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And then we, we go and then we take a, a step further. If we don't respect ourselves, we're not gonna respect our wives either. Mm-hmm. If we don't love ourselves, well, how do we love our wives? How do we love our spouses if we don't even love ourselves? So the first order of business is make sure you respect and love you first. We love our wives. How do we love ourselves? Oh, don't don't come on now. Stop. Don't let me shout. Don't let me shout. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> oh, I think. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I feel that thing. You keep playing that thing. I'm gonna end up running around this house. But I. I think love and respect are the same. Like you can't love someone you don't respect, or can you? Well, t- practically they're not the same, but they go hand in hand. Oh, I, I, yeah, they I, go hand I in hand, though. I think they go hand in hand. I just don't like, feel. How can you love someone that you don't respect? Yeah, no, that's not well, love. No, respect is not love. No, disrespect is is the not lack respe- of respect. Is, is, is disrespect. not respect disrespect? The lack of respect <laughs> is a disrespect. Yes. Yes. Yes, because if you're if you're not respecting somebody and you're operating through love, that's not love. So because I don't know something, I'm not smart. Tune in next week as we discuss love and respect. Yeah, oh yeah we might have to go. We might have to go. <laughs> yeah, that's a good debate right there. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, we gonna have to go into that. Okay. Because no, that's a whole no. I need. I, let me do some more research. Let me do some more reconnaissance. Some research on that one. Reconnaissance. Because can I really respect you and not love you? But I really because feel like we shouldn't. The Bible doesn't tell us to respect. He says, love one another. That's one of the greatest commandments. It's it doesn't say respect. The, the greatest love. of these is love. Yeah. The greatest of these is love. He didn't say like, the greatest. There are certain people that have done things that have caused me to lose respect for them, but I feel love. But you still love. But there's two types of respect in that context. But then there's two types of love then. There are multiple types of love, and that is. See, but see, now, now we get. Earlier, y'all said you can't not respect yeah, yeah, yeah. without it being disrespect. But you can respect people that you don't respect. Oh my! Someone raise an offering for me. You still can be respectful to somebody that, that you, you don't, don't respect. You don't. You don't respect Being who respect they are. Called love. But oh, that's called love. them anyway, and that's respect. No, that's called it's, love. it's another word for this type of respect is honor. Yes, there's a difference for those you don't respect. Yes, there's there a difference between go. there's a difference between having respect for somebody and verb like the verb respecting them, like doing the respect is different than having respect for somebody. Yeah. It's different. It's two different things. Now we begin to the word. Now we begin to talk. <laughs> <laughs> like Kobe, like I did not want them to go this far with this. Did it. But 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 to her point to what she asked, I feel like we have to stop trying to make general give general answers for things that require you to do work. Oh, relationships are work. And if you really want to know how to love and respect somebody, you have to know that person and do the work to figure out how to love and respect them properly in the way that they need to be loved and respected. That's good. Like you can't just skip that part and just say, well, they said this is love and respect. So that's what I'm going to do. And that's right. No, No, you have to get to know you have to dwell with people and get to know them to know what they consider love and respect. You have y'all have to come to that mutual agreement. That's the whole purpose of having relationships with people. If we didn't have to do that work, then relationships would be easy and we'd all be kikiing. Yeah. Like we have to have, we have to have those kind of conversations and get to know people. Okay. That's it. That's good, Steven. That's good. Or Stefan. Which one is it? Steven or Stefan? Yeah. Okay. Um, here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Now, this next question is it's it's a power punch. 
Is it weighty? It's the last. This is this is officially the last question, guys. Okay, because uh, time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. Here we go. How to deal with bad blood between your mom and dad's sides of their families? Now, when we're talking about this, what what exactly do you mean? Do you are you talking about like your relationship with your mom and dad's sides of the family, or your mom's side of the family is crazy, and your dad's side of the family is crazy, and y'all can't reconcile? Or is it like you and your spouse has bad blood between one side of the family? Because there's there's so many options. I was talking to you know like one of my mentors earlier. We're gonna be here all day if we talk about that. And and he was asking me, he's like, Man, like like I'm about to get, you know, he's about to step into a new season in his life. He's he wants to get married. And there's dysfunction on both sides of his family. On his dad's side, there's dysfunction. On his mom's side, there's, there's dysfunction. So it's like, is that what you're saying, Jennifer? Like, there's there's dysfunction because one person can't heal. One human can't heal either side of the family. Mm-mm. But I know a man. Okay. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I know a man. Send help. Who was born from a virgin. Huh? Uh, At the end of the day, you're responsible for yourself. So manger. work on yourself and love people with the love of the Lord. God with and us, respect the them. Show them respect and love and be an example. That's all you got. That's all you can really do and pray for them. That's really it because you can't change people. So you got to love. Love them through it. Amen. It is Amen. not your responsibility to fix people's problems, but you can be an example and you can work on yourself so that the generations after you See a model citizen and know what to do. Come on. That's all you got. That's all you got. That's all you got. The moral of this story is you're responsible for yourself. That's it. Emotionally mature. Work on your emotions and how you handle things so that you're not hurting other people, perpetuating issues, and you're communicating properly so that other people can see the light within. That's it. That's the key. That's, That's the, key. the key. That's the key. And then you'll be you'll be set. And not any, in relationship. Any final thoughts from the Mozaks as we as we close? Yeah. Don't oh. slap people, y'all. Oh. Don't slap them. Oh, Just don't slap them. Uh, <laughs> is it, man? You know. Um. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I think the overwhelming theme is like there were lots of things that we said really but if i could leave you with anything <laughs> I, I don't got anything y'all <laughs> i really don't any, any final remarks low a final remarks i mean again I, I feel that we should learn to continue to water our own grass even if we're in a relationship we should still continue to water our grass understand that our foundation should be firm on god alone not in my wife not in my kids not in you know my family members my foundation is in christ alone and if there's an issue, just to wrap it all up, make sure that we confront the issue in a loving manner mm. so that it doesn't boil over into cracks within the foundation and cracks within other areas that could cause turmoil in other areas of our lives. Let's go ahead and handle that issue. Let's tackle it. Let's go it with love and grace and believe and trust that the Lord can mend what is broken or, you know, can fix what it needs to be fixed. Uh, but at the end of the day, our foundation is in Christ. So that's my final words. That's preacher to come out of me any final words for you babe i said my final 
You sure did. Um, last word for me would be something my dad said Wednesday night. Some relationships need reconciliation. Yeah. Meaning the repairing or the the adjusting of the books. And sometimes reconciliation looks like, hmm, I don't need to be in this relationship. That's it. And so for somebody that might be out there that you may be thinking that you need reconciliation in a particular relationship, you need to repair this relationship, whatever, whatever, whatever. God is not, God does not want us to stay in relationships that are abnormal of their use. Mm-hmm. AKA abusive relationships. So, um, because you might slap somebody. Oh, uh, here's another one. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can do it right. I, I don't know why it cut off like that. Maybe I. I don't know. Yeah, that noise get on it. It's like it, like I double tapped it or something. But uh, thank you all for joining today's episode of Everything Is We with our special guest. Laurel Cole Molzak and Wanda Molzak, the extraordinary influencers on Instagram and TikTok. You can find them on all of their social media platforms and you can check them out at their website, www.molzaks.com. Actually, Shop K and Kai is where where y'all need to be at. Uh, Get y'all baby some fresh clothes. Let me send you. Hey, do that now. Do that. Copy that. Copy that. I got your attention. Copy that. Hey, thank you all. Thank you to over, it was like over 130 people earlier that were on live with us. It's 112 now. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Whether you came in, whether you've been here the whole time, whether you haven't been the whole time. Uh, Thank you to Lexus for getting the super chat going. Uh, Some of y'all donated, some of y'all didn't, but it's okay. We, we just, we just glad to be in the number. Um, Hey, listen, this will be re-uploaded so you can watch it in its entirety uh, and catch all the gems that we had in here. It wasn't just about the incident that happened on Sunday, but it's about how we can navigate our everyday lives and our everyday relationships because we want you to have relational intelligence. Love you. God bless you. Peace. Peace.